everybody, how are we doing? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to Lies to Your Bitch. This week is one of my favourite episodes, the podcast where we're changing the narrative, by the way. If you're new here, or like just not, or like new-ish, and you're like, changing the narrative, what? Why do you say that? The whole premise of this podcast and why I ever started it was because I believe very much that we can change our own narrative, we can write our own story, um, our a lot of our thoughts and our feelings and life perceptions are based on perception. That, that, that last bit didn't make sense. Um, yeah, I just believe that we can really change our thoughts and our feelings with our perception on things and the way we react to things and the perspective and just like view and meaning that we put on things. And the whole first episode is called um, like Why Change the Narrative is like one of the most powerful things you can do or something um so that's what that means wasn't a very good explanation of it clearly that was quite off the cuff um didn't know I was going to say that but yeah the podcast where we're changing the narrative and we're just trying to be a bit better um before we get into this week's episode I think I just wanted to take a minute and again wasn't planned but this is the first episode I'm filming since getting my podcast Spotify wrapped and I do not, my podcast feels like my, I just put my phone, I always do this, I just put my phone on airplane mode instead of do not disturb, my podcast feels like a safe, beautiful space, and like my favourite space on the internet, because like me and my podcast numbers, we're private, and there's no room for comparison for me, or for you guys, or for anyone, because I don't know other people's podcast numbers so I can't compare you guys don't so I feel like you can't compare and you don't know if an episode has flopped or not or whatever and because I can't see it when I'm on Spotify and all of these things and I try not to spend too too much time on like the post-production um on post-production full stop really like once it's filmed I don't listen to it, I don't really edit it, it just goes up. I spend a lot of time pre-production, I spend a lot of time planning, a lot of time thinking, but once I've kind of done that, I film it, I don't really edit it, I don't listen to it and I just put it up because otherwise I think you get very in your head, you get overthinking. Like I said, it's a passion project. I feel like don't let perfect get in the way of good when it comes to passion projects and just do it because you enjoy it, like try and take the stress off it. Um, And because of all of those things, I never really look at the numbers, but one that really stood out to me and I feel like I feel like I'll always be the type of person on the internet that doesn't have and this is how I would rather it doesn't have an absolutely gigantic platform you know I would still love to grow I would still love to reach new eyes new ears new listeners new people um new minds new brains um new girlies all in all but I have no desire to be like to know like one million two million five million I would always rather be smaller and more connected and I feel like that is what I've worked really hard to build and I feel like these stats kind of show that um in 2023 you made 40 video episodes so I think which actually is surprising I think they stopped analyzing this wrapped around like October because it said one of it says my best episode was um size up girl summer but it's actually not. Um, it's one that I did a few weeks ago that's bigger than that, but it's 
it mustn't have been involved in the Spotify wrapped because all of my videos, my podcast bar two, I think, maybe maybe only one this year have been video. But anyway, made 40 video episodes. They were in the top 5% of most viewed video podcasts on Spotify. Isn't that mental? Now, I know that obviously means like not all not all Spotify podcasts are videos. I'm aware of that. It doesn't mean I'm the top five ever. But like, I just think that's amazing that, I don't know, of the podcasts that are like, we're in the top 5%. I think 50%, like 47% of people that listen to this podcast watch it on video. And that is just, I don't know, really cool. And again, like I said, I feel like it shows this like, deeper connection to like what I'm doing and what's going on and what we're speaking about and like us together um your top fans listen to you three times more than other listeners and I was number one podcast for 907 people which is just crazy because that's maybe like it's quite a big proportion kind of of the amount of views that my episodes get so it's like like a third of people that are listening every week are like listening every week are like top 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 fans like I feel like my people that listen to my podcast really love my podcast like we don't have any like people that are coming and going obviously we do but like I just feel like and then I was top five for 3,380 and that's what I mean like so anyone that really listens, I'm in their top five. Like if you listen, you really listen is kind of the vibe that I'm getting at here. Um, and yeah, I just I just wanted to take this, this second or this six minutes apparently to clearly very unpreparedly say thank you so much because and I was listened to in like 71 countries and like, it's just crazy. Like when I sit down, when you sit down like this and you're forced to deep it, you're like, what is going on here? Like, I can't believe I've managed to do this. And if you've listened to Jade's episode last week, which again, I'm just going to manifest and say thank you for the love because I actually only went live yesterday when I'm filming this. So I haven't had too, too, too much feedback on it yet. I'm sure, I'm sure it will come. But yeah, I just want to say thank you because in Jade's episode she said like she pulled out this one liner that was basically like dare yourself to go for your dreams once in this grand life and I made a little TikTok to it and I was like wow do you know what at the end of the day you know when all said and done and when my life is coming to an end and when I'm old and grey and when I'm rocking I feel like I can pat myself on the back and say yeah you did that like there wasn't really ever a point where you didn't go for your dreams and I feel like that's oh why am I getting emotional I feel like that's something that day-to-day you look past like you obviously I really do try and day-to-day be like I'm really grateful for this like I can't believe this happened to me but when you sit back and you think wow I so easily so nearly didn't and it's just like however far it goes you know however big the dreams get always remember that I gave it a shot and like I don't know I just owe almost like myself everything for that because like I said yeah I certainly didn't and I don't know where I'm going with this I don't know what the point was but I find 
I still just really, I was talking to my friend about this the other day, like I still do just find all of this crazy. Like I posted on my um, Instagram story, like I've always dreamt of the day YouTube would comment on one of my videos and I was like, I wonder if people see that and think, really? Like, oh, does do you really think that? Because you probably see me as like, oh yeah, YouTuber, like that's what she does. But to me, like it's not, it's like, somehow I'm still getting away with this and nobody's realized (laughs) that's that's kind of how I feel so I don't know like when things like this happen and like top five podcasts for 3,000 and like 400 people like what the fuck (laughs) like that's just mental and like I was forced to not forced but like when I made that video um to Jade's like little one-liner I got up some videos of when I hit 100k and I'm like crying my eyes out and I'm like yeah, what the fuck, like, I will forever be able to sit back and be like, you fucking did that thing, like, no matter how big your dreams got, and, like, how stressed you were in the moment, and if you didn't achieve dreams that, like, you once set out to, like, I can always give myself a pat on the back and be like, you did it, and you started it, and you went for it, and always remember that, and I think, let that be a reminder to you that we're going to talk about 2024 a little bit in this video, and of course I will um, be posting a podcast on New Year's Eve which I'm really excited for because Sunday falls on the 31st which will be good because New Year's a Monday and like oh my god is that not just the best thing ever in the world but yeah let this be a reminder to you that even if you've gone for your dreams and what you thought was your dream and it didn't work out that is still such a huge opportunity to like give yourself a pat on the back and be like well fucking done because you nearly didn't and that that would always hurt more realizing that you didn't I have no idea how we're 10 minutes in I feel like I've just tried absolute waffle that didn't even really make sense but before we dive into it's how to make life your bitch episode which means it's open advice it's Q&A it's very chilled it's currently half four it is pitch black outside um and I'm finishing my working day with filming a podcast and again what the fuck like yeah, I'm just I'm just in a really good mood actually. Um and I wasn't this morning, so that's really nice, but I've kind of like given myself the time and space this morning to like get over that essentially. Um so yeah, I'm in a really good mood and I'm really happy to be here with you guys. So I hope you're happy to be here with me too. What am I grateful for? Um sorry, I know I've just said it, but I am gonna say that I'm grateful for being in the top five of three thousand and four hundred people Spotify rap podcasts like that is what I mean I'm sure some of those people are people that don't really listen to podcasts so you listen to it once and you're in the top five but still credit where credit's due it's still very cool like I can't even believe I have a again I know technically anybody can make a podcast and put it on Spotify but I can't believe I got I can't believe you can search my name on Spotify like I can't believe I took that plunge to just like do that and like like I said technically anybody can but I don't know it just feels crazy like anyone can but not anybody does and I don't know I feel like in the last half an hour I'm just feeling super proud of myself and yeah I'm very grateful for that I'm grateful for you proud of me and grateful for you guys um I am grateful for to be honest what I'm watching that is behind it's still on like the tv is still on behind this camera Um, an honest conversation with Emma Chamberlain I love Emma Chamberlain I actually love Emma Chamberlain now more than I did when she was like YouTube Emma Chamberlain I don't know I thought she was funny but it wasn't really my type of video I love it when her vlogs went like 
a bit longer, a bit more cinematic, a bit more chatty. Like, I do not miss a single episode of her podcast. Like, I really love her now that she's, like, growing up a bit. Um, For God's sake, I just cleared my memory card and it's saying I've got zero percent, like, zero minutes storage. So let me go sort that out. Sorry, guys, one minute. Okay, I feel like I need to take a breath because I was really excited to, like, sit down and, like film this podcast and it was going really well and although that intro was a bit like here there and everywhere I really enjoyed it and I felt quite calm and I just came back and like filmed a good five minutes and it's all really quiet and it was I don't know so I feel like I just need to like leave that in the past now we're moving on can't even remember what I was saying what I was saying was I'm really grateful for an honest conversation with Emma Chamberlain and like I said I've now just said everything I'm about to say for that's like five minutes once already so if I seem funny leave me be oh that girl's got a light up dog lead that is very clever anyway I'm very grateful for an honest conversation with Emma Chamberlain I was saying because I love her content and it's two hours and 49 minutes long and I've watched two hours and six minutes of it so I'm so grateful that I've still got another 50 minutes to go because I could just listen to her talk all day every day and I'm really enjoying it what else did I say I was grateful for basically my mum bought me this gorgeous bouquet of flowers and I think I said it on the Patreon podcast that I was really grateful for them but I've just taken them out and put them into a vase like nearly a week later got rid of there was like a dead like five flowers at the back and I've repurposed them and they look absolutely incredible they look gorgeous now they're like a very green baby's breath wild bouquet almost with like four pink roses one lily like they just look incredible so I'm very grateful for them because I feel like I've had two gorgeous bunches out of one and that is the three that we are going with (laughs) that is what I'm grateful for and then we moved on to the first question if you're new here like I said I think this is kind of like a everything episode anything goes if you will shout out Emma Chamberlain um you ask me questions, dilemmas about my life, about your life, about general pop culture topics, and we go through it. And as we just kind of touched on this, I thought we'd start here. Someone said, how are you feeling going in to 2024? And I think for me, I'm going to do a whole episode on this, like I said, so it's almost like a little preview. I, when I quickly thought and reflected on 2023, as I have been the last like few weeks, obviously now that we're coming to an end, I've been kind of being like, well, nothing's really happened this year, you know, nothing big and new. Like last year, I I knew this year was going to feel weird compared to last year because last year I graduated with a first. I went traveling with my friends for a month. I went traveling with my boyfriend for like two and a half months. I went on a unbelievable like once in a lifetime trip to Australia. But then saying that my trip to Bali was once in a lifetime. My trip to Costa Rica was once in a lifetime. And then I came back and within five days of move, coming back to England, I moved to my first ever home in Manchester. I moved to a brand new city and it was just like, what the fuck? How was I ever supposed to top last year? Graduating, graduating with a first, finishing uni, spending like four months abroad, traveling the world, moving into my first home. Like, I feel like no matter what happened this year, it would feel like nothing. And then nothing actually really has happened, but reflecting on that more and like I said changing the narrative on that I actually feel like I've just spent a lot of this year thinking and like settling and navigating and gaining clarity and that in itself is huge and I think maybe I didn't really realize 
how much of that would need to be done post-grad and I spent a lot of time this year in therapy which I didn't think I'd probably go back to and it really helped and moving to a new city I don't think maybe I thought about how much time it would take to settle into that and find friends and find community and everything I feel like I graduated and I put myself into the self-employed life in a brand new city I wasn't really sure where I was going with it or any of it I had like one friend here I do you know what I mean like there's just been a lot to think about I've had a lot of like quarter life crises this year I've had a lot of like mini breakdowns I've there's just been a lot and actually what that's brought is I've decided a lot of clarity and even in this last week I just feel like I'm piecing things together of what I really want and I'm able to kind of stand at the end of this year and say I think these are the things I want regardless of what someone else might think what someone else might advise what someone else might want and yeah just think of my I don't know opinions and my wants I think I can stand here and say I think I want these and I think I want to dress like this and I think I want to present myself like this and I think these habits really work for me and that's kind of how I feel in a nutshell I think finishing 2023 and that is just completely off the top of my head like there has been no journaling put into that there's been no thinking put into that but I think this year has given me a lot of like perspective and clarity on myself and a lot of navigating and a lot of like finding my feet I feel like in 2023 I've been finding my feet so that being said I didn't have a lot of thoughts and feelings for 2023 but in the last few weeks the more I've been thinking about it just thinking not writing not reflecting just thinking I'm like actually I'm really excited for 2024 I think 2024 will be the year that I think maybe 23 I thought 23 was gonna be I think I needed this year to slow down cure post-uni burnout take the time to navigate take the time to find the feet take the time to find community in my new city and establish what an adult relationship looks like outside of uni and what my self-employed career looks like for me and what I want my friends to like how I want to spend my time I feel like I've spent a lot of time experimenting navigating that that I'm excited to like go into 2024 quite headstrong and knowing that anyway I'm gonna do a whole episode on it but I'm feeling good essentially going into 2024 and I'm feeling like me and I'm excited actually I'm really excited and if you're not on the Patreon or you don't follow me closely I've decided to sign on another year in this flat so like I know this is home now I think obviously things can change but like I know this is home for at least the next like eight months or six months like I've signed a year but I can move on and stuff but like I don't know there doesn't feel like there's a lot of uncertainty I mean obviously there's always things but I just feel quite secure in myself and with what I'm doing at least and in my friendships and things around me so I'm excited and I've got cool plans and big dreams I feel like 2023 I didn't have big dreams 
I wasn't interested in having big dreams. I just wanted to slow down, cure my relationship with stress. Like that was my goal. I made a TikTok at the beginning of this year, like my word for this year is slow. And I feel like I've honored that. And I'm excited to push again is essentially how I feel. How to cope with something not happening as you thought it would. I not only think this is a nice way to look, but wholeheartedly believe this, that what is meant for you won't pass you by and the universe has a plan for you and that is just what's happening and that's what's unfolding and that's so exciting and when something doesn't go as you thought it's because it wasn't supposed to and that thing wasn't meant for you and sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow because when you thought it really was or you thought that person really was that job that opportunity like you thought you really wanted it it's like that didn't work because you needed redirecting or you just needed to learn a lesson from that. And something I always think is the universe will hand you the same lesson over and over and over again until you learn. And I think this is something we really see in the relationships we have with people, especially romantic. I think we, and I've seen it in my friends and even in myself, we often get dealt the same things over and over again. Or maybe just once or twice because maybe you learn. But until you learn that lesson, you'll be handed the same toxic boy who you think you can change until you accept that the lesson was, you're not here to change someone. And when you accept that and you show the universe that you've learned that lesson and you break it off with that person, they will then bring in the next person and the next lesson and the next thing and the thing that is right for you. But until you learn your lesson, I think you keep getting dealt the same cards and just knowing in your heart that truly 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 what is meant for you will not pass you by like let that sink in what is meant for you will not pass you by if this opportunity was meant for you it would happen for you and I know you probably really wanted it and it felt like the best thing to happen right now and you thought maybe it was going to get you out of said situation or said financial situation or living situation that maybe you're not the happiest in but there's just bigger better plans waiting for you or more fulfilling, more satisfying plans. And at the end of the day, even if you don't want to believe it or you don't wholeheartedly believe it, you're not going to lose anything by telling yourself that you believe it and choosing to like delusionally believe it because all it's going to do is serve you well and all it's going to do is bring you comfort. And that's what I think. And I'm going to try not to repeat myself because I have a bad, bad, bad habit for that. Speaking of habits, actually, it was a good segue. Tips for everyday anxiety and stress. I think, again, like I said, this year, my thing was to cure my relationship with stress. I just had an awful relationship with it. And I do think like I'm better at it. And I think there's a lot of privilege in my job that I can give myself the time and space to deal with it if I need to and I want to. Um, I think one of the best privileges in this job is that you are quite wealthy with your time. Like, although there's a whole nother issue of like feeling like you have to work 24 seven and all of this, like you do have the privilege of time. Like you make your own time schedule and of course you can choose to fill it, but you can also choose to not. And that's something I've been learning to do that like, that's a privilege and I don't have to. And in that developing everyday habits to manage stress rather than get to the point where I need a week to sit back. And manage my stress 
because that's where I really got myself to at uni. It was like there was no daily well-being other than like the gym that or like mindset that kept me at bay. It was like I'll deal with this whole situation that's going on in my head and in like my physical body once deadline's over. And like I said, I didn't have the privilege of like time wealth at uni. You know, I was trying to do this full time. I was trying to get a first class degree because one thing about me is I try not to do things half-heartedly. Like if I'm going to go to uni and not drop out, I'm going to get a first. Like that's just what I've I've always been like. Like, If I like something and I'm passionate about it and I've decided that I'm going to do it, I don't want to come out half-heartedly. And I think I've just always told myself that I'm capable of the best. So I never wanted to come out with anything less than what the best felt like for me in that situation. Um, Anyway, so something I've really worked on this year is everyday stuff. And for me, and again, it's kind of like what I'm saying, like it's kind of been a full year thing. Um, Is a lot of trial and error for routines that work for me. And I've got a whole podcast on this, but I can sit here and say to you, oh, well, for me, a morning of doing nothing really helps me. But that might not help you, Um, but it's worth a try. So like trial and error, but don't take, I don't know, my tips as Bible because if something doesn't work for you, like you're not the problem. The tips just don't work for you. You know, they're not applicable to you and your life and your lifestyle. But for me personally, then we'll go off. Tips for everyday stress and anxiety is having that time in the morning to not spike my cortisol to literally wake up like I purposely wake up like an hour before I need to be up just to come and sit on my sofa and do nothing but like being awake and starting my day with nothing and starting myself with time starting my day with time gives me like I said the illusion of having like time wealth and feeling like I have the time to do what I want helps me so although you definitely probably don't think waking up an hour earlier sounds like it's going to reduce your stress, it might. Um, And I think being really aware of um, like revenge procrastination. So when you feel out of control in your day or when it it happened to me yesterday, something did not go to plan yesterday um, and I felt out of control of the situation. So I sat, and scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and watched YouTube videos until like 11 o'clock and I don't stay awake till 11 o'clock like I really don't and I was like Megan what what the fuck are you doing like now you can't get up early tomorrow and go and hit your double session like you know you should and like you know it will make you feel better because you're like revenge procrastinating you feel like you haven't been in control of how today's panned out so you're trying to be in control of how your evening pans out when you know for well you should just get up and go to bed and that is also being in control And I think kind of like living in more of an aware state of like what I'm doing and just quickly checking in, is this the best for me right now? And sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is yes. I want like the the answer this morning was yes. Watching an hour and a half of Emma Chamberlain while I tidy my flat and just be with my feelings was what was best for me this morning but tomorrow morning it won't be tomorrow morning I need to get up I need to get on with my daily habits because that will make me feel better a week of doing that every morning I will feel rubbish and you get to that point where you're able to 
be aware and check in with yourself and know the honest answer and not think I'm being lazy. Like this morning I was, I felt really confident that I was like, this is what I need. And I didn't let myself say that I was lazy and whatever, because I was like, no, you had a late night. You were upset. You're still kind of lingering upset. Yeah, sure. Going to the gym also might make you feel fantastic, but I woke up, my flat was a bit of a mess and I just wasn't all there. And I think, to be honest, I think both would have given me the same clarity, but I just, in my heart was like, I just want to stay in my pajamas for like (laughs) one hour more. I just want to clean my flats that when I come back later, I don't have to deal with this because I think today might be a bit hard. And I did that and that's what I needed this morning. And I think, I don't know, I guess, I guess my tip is to try and be super in tune with yourself and like really listen to yourself and check in with yourself after doing so so say you listened to yourself this morning and you stayed in and you had a slow morning and you didn't do the work that you said you were going to do because you felt like I don't know overwhelmed and you thought that was going to help you check in with yourself at the end of the day did that make me feel better or was I being lazy and was I not picking the best option for me I was picking the easy option for me And if you keep checking in like that, that's when you get to the point where you're able to distinguish those two things. And I think that's super helpful. Meditation kind of goes without saying, but it's finding a way that it fits into your routine and it's something that I honestly don't really do that often, like I'm not gonna lie. Journaling, I do do every morning. I do three things I'm grateful for, three wins from the day before, three things I'm letting go of if I feel like I need to do that one. I don't do that one every day because I find that I look for negative patterns and sometimes they're not there. So I don't like to always list three things I'm letting go of because it doesn't always feel necessary, but I will always do three things I'm grateful for, three wins from the day before and three things I love about myself. And that really helps me. I think making sure that you are just, and it's so underrated, are like living a good life of well-being. Eight hours sleep, three meals a day, good levels of hydration, you're getting out, you're moving, cannot tell you how much movement is going to help stress and anxiety. Um, Like something that you feel like you're working hard in, giving yourself a problem to solve, problem being exercise and knowing that you're able to solve it. Like I'm going to go on a 5k and knowing that that's a problem and it's going to be tough, but you can do it. Or I'm going to go and lift this much weight. I'm going to go to this class and I'm going to finish the whole class. Like giving yourself a problem to solve through exercise and then solving it is really helpful. So yeah, I don't think that really answered your question spot on, but somehow we're at 31 minutes. So let's move on. Um, I'm enjoying these like chatty ones. So let's do this and not do too many dilemmas. Um, what things do you do when you feel yourself slipping into a rut? Hate it when my brain takes over. I let myself sit if I need to and then I change the narrative. Like I said, I feel like I've got to a place this year where I'm quite just in tune and I can think of a really bad like sadness rut I was in. Not necessarily like unproductive rut or not knowing myself, feeling lost, like an actual sadness rut. I was in probably about summertime it was really bad. It was like three days. I was, it was actually a really bad point for me. Um, it was a really, it was only a few days, but it was fucking rough. Like it was, it was bad. Like some stuff happened and it was, 
yeah it was bad um and I just let myself be sad and then it was like the Wednesday and I'd been sad I think since the month since the Sunday night Wednesday evening at this point and my boyfriend was like I think you should go to a workout class and it was like half six and I was like no like no fucking way and then I was like oh maybe I should maybe now is the point where I need to pull myself out where I at least need to do something and I have proof that workout classes have worked for me like if I'm in that kind of state I need like a dark room like a Barry's kind of class like a tribe like we're not giving cute flowy pilates we're not doing yoga like we're going and we're running and we're doing hit and it's hard and it's like weights and it's like you don't really have much else to concentrate on and I did it and I was like wow like that like I thought I wanted to go and do a spin class like that kind of class but there was none in Manchester um because I went to a tribe class and I was like okay wow like I need to pull myself out of that um I think you give yourself time to be in the rut and then eventually and this is why it's so good to know yourself you're like okay I'm gonna go do that thing that stops this I'm gonna go do that thing that without fail makes me feel better I suggest that everybody when you're in a good mood writes down a list of things that make you feel good so then whenever you're not in a good mood you can reflect on that and be like I know because I wrote this when I was in a good mood that these things make me smile. Like I've literally wrote myself the goddamn proof. Like I've literally wrote myself a map. I can't say, no, that doesn't help me because like I've literally, I chose to write it down. And when I wrote it down, I was in a place where it did help me. So that, well, yeah, when you are in a rut, you have this list that you can go back to and go, okay, well me in my sensible adult brain, in my happy brain said that I feel better when I get out my watercolors and I paint. I feel better when I take myself on a solo cinema date. I feel better when I go and do a bougie M&S food shop and cook myself one nice meal from like M&S or whatever, whatever, that's not one of my personal ones, but I mean, it does sound absolutely fantastic, but whatever it's going to be on mine is like a hundred burpees, which is absolutely ridiculous, but I know it does. Will I pick that one often? No, but it does make me feel very happy or a run or seeing friends or giving myself the time and space to just like turn everything off, candles on and watch a film um, is very helpful. I feel like this year was me getting out of a rut and I've spent like I said a lot of time just thinking journaling trial and erroring things trialing and erroring styles like clothing styles and daily routines and workout routines and people and so many things and Really, I think if you're ta- if you're referring to like more a bit more of a life rut, is coming to terms with the fact that you can't rush it, and it is a process, and it, it actually is something that's going to take a while. It's taking me a year, and it might it might take me two. I might be laughing at the end of twenty twenty four, saying I thought I had it, but I didn't and I I needed another year, maybe I need another six months, maybe I need another three months, maybe it's forever ongoing, because we're always changing, so we always need to change part of our routines, maybe we'll never quite feel like, yes, 
maybe we will for a month, a year, and then we'll have to reevaluate. I really do think, not Jim Carrey, what's his name? Is it Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey's the guy from, what's his name? Yeah, it's not him. What's his name? Uh, is it Jay? Why do I always forget his name? Jimmy, is it Jim? Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr says, like, what's the... By the way, Jimmy Carr is absolutely fabulous on, like, podcasts and stuff. I know he doesn't seem it. He actually quite annoys me on TV. But I really like... I love... I've always been drawn to, like, articulate, emotionally intelligent, curious, inquisitive people it's I think the reason I love have loved when I was younger like study tubers I think they just like articulated themselves really well they were intellectual they were interesting they were curious and the other people I'm drawn to and he is like that um if you've not listened to his diary of a CEO episode it's amazing I'm currently listening to listening to him on modern wisdom um it's like a three-hour episode I think I'm only like an hour and a half in or something I've listened to it on a couple of different runs but he's great um if you ever see something with him in it don't skip it and he says like what's the meaning of life enjoying the passage of time and I think that's the thing when it comes to like being in a rut and getting out of a rut I think half of the key half of the answer to getting out of a rut is allowing yourself to be in the rut and allowing yourself the time to get out of it and knowing that no one's going to come and wave a magic wand and you're not going to one day wave a magic wand one day you might wake up with an idea that suddenly makes a lot of sense and that like fuels something else and potentially brings you straight out of it but you won't get there unless you give yourself the time there's habits you can do to get there you know you can attend events and be more curious and be more inquisitive and read more and go on Pinterest and whatever that, that your right is about like of course there's steps but these again these steps take time and knowing that yeah like I'm actually finding a lot of comfort in literally this episode in those last 40 minutes that like wow I kind of really have taken this year to just like trial and error and while that feels like low-key I kind of was like I feel like I've wasted a year I haven't really done much this year one that's ridiculous because I've had so many wins still but also like who knows this year of just like really trialing and erroring content and like finding out what it is I'm interested in and like what space do I want to be in and how do I want to work and what does my ideal day look like I'm really spending time and time and time like mulling over that thinking about it constantly changing my mind constantly might catapult me next year because I'm going into something really sure um I'm not really sure but I'm getting there like I said maybe I've got another three six months a year like to really pinpoint it and maybe you never quite get that pinpoint but yeah literally within this episode I'm finding a lot of comfort and like confidence in that so yeah again did that answer your question 
what things do I do? I read, I Google, I I think I just open myself up to taking information in whatever media form that is and give myself time and stay stick to the habits that I know make me feel good. Getting up, going to the gym, doing my journaling, having an evening to wind down, making sure I'm some, seeing some friends so I'm not completely in my own head, etc, etc. God, we're 40 minutes in. Where do I want to take this? Um... Um, what's this one? Should we finish here? How to stop caring what people think and worrying about people liking you and fitting in? Um, I think first of all, be... Be okay with not quote-unquote, fitting into a space that you think is cool or that is cool to fit in there or that you, like, want to fit into. And if you don't fit in and it doesn't feel natural, again, maybe that's not your path, maybe that's not your community. And... it's like it's like that thing of like if you knew you had 50 no like this whole episode is like if in if you knew it was like 50 no's before your like grand life-changing yes you would go hunting for the no's it's like if you knew you had to try three different friendship groups like three different community spaces three different whatever before finding your people in your community and where you fit in you would go seeking those three and I think maybe see it like that like, I've definitely been in spaces before where, like, I wish, I wish I fitted in there. Like, it seems really cool there. And I didn't. And maybe it's because it feels like a bit of an ego hit. Like, okay, I'm not one of the cool girlies, like, or the glam fashion girlies or whatever it is. But maybe I actually really fit in, in, like, a coffee and a run club space. And me this time last year didn't even know that because I'd never even been on a run before and I think as we grow up and we get to this point where I don't know if you're still in uni or school but once you get to the point where you're picking your own friends and your own communities you're not really worried about what people think and if you do or don't fit in you're just more concerned on like finding where you do And knowing that just because you don't fit in here or wherever you are, that says nothing about you as a person. It's just not your space. And that space is no better than your eventual space. And also fitting in in general is a weird concept. But if people, I think not fitting in is just feeling not like confident somewhere and them not being your type of people and that like automatic click not being there. And if that's how you're feeling in that space, again, what's meant for you won't pass you by and there is a space like that waiting for you. So putting yourself out there and opening yourself up to more. How to not care on people's opinions, I think. The people that matter don't mind and the people that mind don't matter. And 
Yeah, the people that mind don't matter, quite simply. And their opinion says nothing about you and everything about them. What Susie says about Sally says more about Susie than it does about Sally. And constantly reminding yourself of these things that people that were happy in themselves wouldn't... Oh, sorry, I just need, I just need you. People that were happy in themselves wouldn't care about what you're doing and how you're coming across and if you fit in, if they felt like they really fitted in, they wouldn't be talking about whether you do or don't or looking at you. Which, to be honest, a lot less people... I'm not saying no one is, because, you know, there are still some people out there like that. A lot less people are probably thinking that than you think. I think we always think we're... And not in, like, a weird way, but we always think that we're, like... Well, of course, we're the centre of our own world, so we think that when we're walking into a gym, like, oh my God, everybody's looking at me because I've got no idea what I'm doing and rah, rah, rah. Like, you're so aware of your own feelings that you're projecting them onto everybody around you and you think everybody's very aware. But they're the star of their own show and they're just thinking about what's going on in their in their life. So a lot less people are probably thinking these things than you think. But if they are, it's because they're not the star of their own show and they need to go and do that and they've got, way too much time on their hands, way too much opinions on their hands. At the end of the day, I think the things that we don't like about people and the things we point out about people and all these things, most of the time, are just a reflection of the parts we don't like on us. I've said this before, but... Yeah, I was about to give an example, but bloody hell, we're 45 minutes in. I don't know what happened to that episode. I feel like it was one big episode, all of all kind of about the same things but it felt natural and it felt really lovely and it felt really nice and I'm glad we could share that moment together because I really enjoyed it and it felt like a nice little warm-up before I get starting a get start thinking well before I start get started thinking about my like big 2023 reflections I'm ready for a new year I really am I feel like I've spent the last quarter of this year almost trying to prep myself for the new year like actively, not done a lot of thinking, but I've done a lot of like active kind of work and trial and error. My new thing at the moment is like fail fast, just try things. Um, and I'm enjoying it. And I enjoyed that. And I hope you enjoyed that. Next episode is all about how giving up is the only failure that exists. Like not, not succeeding is just learning giving up is failing. So I'm excited. I want to know, I'm aware I haven't done journal prompts for a while. I feel like I'm out of whack. I want to know, what journal prompt should we do? I want to know something that you consider a failure in your life. Oh, that's going to be a good one for me. What do I think I've failed at? Like, what in my mind and in my life have I famed as that was a fail? That was a failure. Oh, that's a good one. Nothing comes to mind, really, actually. I need to go and think about that. Anyway, love you guys lots. I really do hope you enjoyed that little episode. Not little, it's 15 minutes long. These episodes are my favourite, though. I love to just get to sit down and chat to you. And I will see you on... Sunday with that episode and if not there's so many episodes on my Patreon if you're not on my Patreon we've got a good few up there now I posted the best podcast episode I think I've posted in 
a while or wherever over on my Patreon last week. It's all about self-worth and it's absolutely fabulous if I do say so myself. Bye guys, love you. (laughs) 